Hi, and welcome to Proverb Parables. Today, the topic of our short story is thankfulness. There's so much to be grateful for, who has time to complain? But failure to cultivate such an attitude will inevitably cause us to overlook how good we really have it, compared to other people. For each person, there's always something we wish we could change, something that doesn't match our ideal. At the same time, it's a fact that some people can have the very best in life and still be discontent. So in spite of the things you can't change, try to gain a different perspective and imagine how much worse it could be instead. There's nothing more dreadful than being unloved and rejected. Count your blessings and watch how it transforms your attitude from resentment to thankfulness. The wonderful part about being thankful is that you're then empowered to extend your own blessings to others less privileged. If we could live a day in someone else's shoes, we would probably come running back to what we thought was misery. Perhaps then we might be the most thankful person on earth. The writer of Proverbs had the right outlook on what was more important in life. As long as you know you're loved, it doesn't matter what you're having for dinner. In Proverbs 15:17, we read, Better a small serving of vegetables with love than a fattened calf with hatred. There once was a young girl whose family always ate vegetables, and only vegetables. At every meal, a steaming bowl of them would be set before her. She never went hungry and always had her fill, but she began to resent her family's limited menu. How come other girls like her could eat richer foods like meat anytime they pleased, and her family could not afford such things? It wasn't fair. One rainy night, she escaped out her bedroom window and fled into the town square. She'd had enough of vegetables all the time. She was craving a loaf of pumpernickel bread that she could have all to herself. Maybe even a few slices of cheese. As she made her way through the crowd of dark, shadowy strangers, something caught her eye, and she stopped. A girl about the same age as her sat on the corner of the cobblestone, shivering under the street lamp as rain continued to drizzle. She was wrapped in a dull-colored shawl as she kept her head down. Approaching this raggedy figure, the runaway got curious. Are you okay? The beggar girl looked up fearfully, startled to hear another human's voice. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm fine. She wiped a few tears away from her smudged face. My parents forced me to leave home a few months ago. I really wanted to stay, but... Suddenly, her voice broke. They think I'm ugly. What? The runaway stood in breathless shock. I haven't eaten a good meal in such a very long time. I'm so hungry. I wish Mama would bring me some of her meat stew. You had meat at your house? All I ever eat is vegetables. I was sick and tired of them, too. That's why I ran away, so I could eat some real food. The beggar girl looked at her again. This time, a strange expression on her face. If I were you, I wouldn't have left home. She snuggled deeper into the folds of her thin shawl, trying to hide the birth defects on her arms from view. At that moment, it struck the runaway that this beggar girl, so deeply ashamed of her predicament, was actually very beautiful. 
It didn't make sense that her parents would reject her over some silly birth defects. Kneeling down beside this little beggar, compassion suddenly washed over her, and words came out of her mouth that she had never planned to say. You are so beautiful. I wish I was as pretty as you are. The beggar girl gasped. Really? Her voice quavered with emotion. You really think so? Of course. And your love, too. God loves you. She smiled. I do, too. Without thinking, the little beggar grabbed her in a hug. No one has ever told me that before. Not even my parents. Thank you so much. That means the world to me. At that moment, the runaway realized that having vegetables at every meal wasn't so bad after all. At least she was loved and told as much. Compared to this girl, she really didn't have it that bad off. She had just never counted her blessings. You want to come over my house tonight? Mama makes the best bowl of colored greens you'll ever taste. My mouth's watering already, the beggar girl said. I've almost forgotten what having a hot meal in your stomach feels like. As a light, misty rain continued to fall, two girls walked hand in hand through the night square, back to the glow and warmth of home that waited for them.